Son was made known by the message of an angel, may, by his passion and cross, be brought to the glory of his resurrection, through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas-Fort Worth. Catholic Radio for your soul in North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is The Good News Show. And good afternoon. You are listening to The Good News Show here on this really beautiful Monday morning. Uh, not quite winter weather, I don't think, at this point. it's um, We had a really cold weekend, and then it, it kind of went back up. And it's kind of a fall day, honestly, these days, right, yeah. Diane? <laughs> it seems like that's how the weather is doing these days. Very cold in the morning, then it gets warmer throughout the day. You just have to pack a suitcase in your car so you're prepared for the whole day. Yes. Um, you may be noticing we're not Dave Palmer. He uh-huh. is off for um, till the end of the year for to spend some time with his family for the holidays. But Diane and I are still here. We're actually the only ones in the office today. Yeah, it seems um, like everybody took off. Everyone's gone, uh, which was really... Um, you could tell because we had a spider that was on the wall. It was a dead spider and <laughs> it was the two of us trying to figure out how to get the giant dead spider off the wall with like a newspaper and a <laughs> and a trash can. But we, we prevailed. So the we're doing ours. The sister was a hero. She did it. <laughs> Thank you. It was, uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, we have a pretty great show lined up for you all today. I'm going to tell you a little about our guests that are going to be coming up and then we're going to chat a little bit about Christmas plans and upcoming things happening at the GRN. Um, first off, my name is Cecil Anderson. I am hosting today along with Diane Xavier. Hello. <laughs> On the other side of the glass. Hello, it's unusual. North Texas. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Um, so, um, Second half of the show, around 1230-ish, we're going to have Dr. Marcellino D'Ambrosio on. Do you know who this is, Diane, right? He's a, he's a yes, local a very celebrity. very well-known Catholic speaker. <laughs> yes, well-known Catholic who's local to the area. He has a new series out, um, a 10-part series called Jesus, The Way, The Truth, and The Life. And it is really cool. I've gotten to see the first part of it. Um, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it comes with a, a DVD, like a little video series, as well as a book and a study guide and a, a study guide, a study guide and a timeline. Um, so it's a really, really cool series that we're going to discuss with him. And he did that along with, um, Jeff Cavins and Dr. Edward Shree. So a pretty star studded little oh, group wow. there. Um, so we'll be talking to him on the second half of the show about this series. And before then, Diane set up this one. Um, a, she's going to talk to Mike Murray from Catholic Charities of Dallas, who's going to be discussing their new hunger service services truck program. Do you want to preview that one a little bit, Diane? Yeah, you know, food insecurity is an issue all across the globe and mm. in the U.S., especially many, you know, struggle to find food or are just food insecure. But Catholic Charities has been having this food hunger services truck that, you know, visits, I, I believe, different parishes and distributes food. Well, they got a grant um, from uh, the North Texas Food Bank and also from this philanthropist couple to expand those services. And Mike Murray, the chief development officer for Catholic Charities Dallas, will be discussing that with us and how the expansion of the 
hunger services truck program will benefit those in need in North Texas. Awesome. And I think it's a great time to be talking about Catholic charities, especially I feel like at Christmas time is a time where we think about how we can give back, especially in the next year. So hopefully he can tell us about some opportunities because it's been a rough year for volunteering. I think in 2020, a lot of places aren't taking volunteers right now just simply because they can't because of capacity and safety reasons. So hopefully we can do a lot more in the future. Um, So Diane, how are you doing today? What are your Christmas plans? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm just, my Christmas plans are, you know, I'm a big sports fan. So <laughs> just watch the NBA season kicks off the regular season this week. I believe in the Mavericks play on Christmas oh, Day. Oh, okay. I didn't so even I'm just know looking that. Forward to that. Spending time with family and just getting my goals ready and set for 2021, <laughs> which I know will be a better year because I know 2020 was a harsh year due to COVID and mm. it threw all of us, all of us off on our tracks. Mm. Yeah, it's so true. It's really great that our church calendar works in the way that we get to celebrate the birth of Jesus at the end of a very rough year. You yes. know, it's kind of like the, it's, it's only going to get better from here kind yes. of thing. Um, since you're a sports fan, I think you'd appreciate this. My brother just sent me a picture. He is actually touring AT&T Stadium this morning oh, where the wow. Cowboys play with his friends. It was a graduation gift he got. Oh, um, nice. So um, I'm excited to know how that went for him. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm trying to think of my family's been really bad about communication recently. Even though mm-hmm. we all live in the same house, we're really bad about when are we going to mass on Christmas? When are, you know, yes. when are we eating dinner? When are we opening presents? We're pretty bad about it right now. Um, but I'm sure we'll be going, um, to either, so our plans right now, it's either going to be 4 p.m. mass or midnight mass on Christmas yes. Eve, which is a pretty wide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what mass do you usually go to? I like to go to the midnight mass, mm. but due to COVID, I think there's limited, uh, yeah, you most play times available for mass. Yeah, most well. parishes are looking, I think, are at requiring some signups, I think, yeah. ahead of time. But so uh, Christmas is a big time for going to Mass. You, sometimes, you, well, probably not this much as much this year, but families are usually in town. If you haven't found a church home for Christmas Masses this year, make sure you go to the either the two diocesan websites. You can go to masstimes.org. So you can go to the Dallas Diocese website, cathdal.org, and the Fort Worth Diocese website, fwdioc.org, to find your Mass for Christmas. So that's exciting. And uh, goodness, we have amazingly, I can't believe this, our car raffle last year ended right before COVID COVID really struck America. Um, It was like the last few weeks of normal, I guess you could say, before craziness happened. And amazingly, we're coming up on it again. 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 But this time it looks like it's going to be a little different. Yeah. Because, you know, we usually visit tons of parishes Mm -hmm. in the early um uh, to kick off the new year in yes. the first two months. And due to COVID, I know mass capacity is, is lower than normal, but hopefully some parishes will still be able to let mm-hmm. us in. And you just, know. Yeah, it just really means that we have to be more creative about selling yeah, raffle tickets. And we'll have a kickoff show. I don't remember the exact date of that, but it's in early. I think it's the first the, Monday we come first back. First Monday. I think it's the 4th. Yeah, the 4th. The 4th, fourth, fourth of so. uh, January. So we get to learn all about it in the car that we're raffling off. It's really exciting this year. I don't. I can't remember if we've announced that or not, so I'm not going to say anything. Okay. <laughs> um, it's always safer that way. Yeah. Um, so be on the lookout for all the announcements about that. Also, you may have heard many times, but um, we're... GRN Alive ended on Friday, kind of ended a little bit abruptly on I Friday. Know, we had a power outage in the middle of the show. <laughs> we had a power outage here at the station, which meant we went off the air about midway through, which is a little sad. It was a very funny way to end a like, you know, long running show that we've had. Yeah. But, you know, such is life. Life goes on. Um, <laughs> but Dave and I will be starting a new show, start, and Diane will be producing it um, come January 8th. 
uh, this Friday, January 8th at 2 p.m. And the show is called Back to the Father. Not Back to the Future, though we've called I it that. I keep wanting to say Back to the Future. <laughs> back to the Future. I don't know. I feel like we might get in trouble if we call it yeah. Back to the Future. Um, but Back to the Father. And it is um, talking about going back to kind of like the basics of our faith through um, St. Thomas's Aquinas's Summa Theologica. Um, I always feel like I'm saying that wrong. Dave said I, it's okay. I can, you know, say it how I, how phonetically, how it looks like it's and spelled. And you're the student. You're the one that's going to be learning. I am the student and Dave is the teacher because Dave teaches this. He loves the Summa. He loves St. Thomas. He's been studying it for many years and he teaches it to high school students. And if Dave can make the Summa, which seems like a really intimidating book, um, teach it to high school students and make have them enjoy it. And I know they do because he shows me things all the time from the class. Then... You know, it's going to be a really entertaining and fun show. And I am just going to be there as kind of like the metaphorical audience who is asking questions, you know, what any listeners want to, you know, be asking. And we also are going to have a pretty interactive show, too, right? Yes. On social media, we'll be on all formats, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. And it's a network-wide show, too. So we want everybody to participate. Yes. And you can learn something. And I wonder what grade you're going to get Dave's going to give you. <laughs> I, I, he keeps joking about like giving me quizzes and things like that. And I'm just like, oh, can we can we not? <laughs> um, it is nice that I get to go in and I just tell him, listen, I just pretend I know nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always easier. It's an um, introduction to the it Summa. It is an introduction to the Summa. So everyone will be learning along with me. And I'm, I think we're all going to get a lot out of this class. So please mark your calendars for Friday, um, January 8th. At 2 p.m. when we're going to do Back to the Father, the first like debut on the radio show. And I just realized I don't think we've ever, I don't think my voice at least has ever been on the air network wide in the afternoon and 2 o'clock. So it's going to be a whole new audience. Mm -hmm. So that'll be quite exciting as well. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, have you gotten all your Christmas shopping done, Diane? Not quite yet. I'm still (laughs) working on it. So I have things that I'm just praying are going to arrive in the mail. And if not, you know, it's not the end of the world, but it is nice to have them wrapped under the tree before. Yeah, I bet you Amazon Prime <laughs> and all the delivery services Uh-oh. are overwhelmed right now. Oh, they've, I think they've been overwhelmed all year round, honestly, because yeah. of COVID. Everyone's mm-hmm. been ordering more. Anyhow, if you haven't um, or gotten all your gifts yet, I just want to remind you that we have our local Catholic bookstores. It's a great opportunity to go get your... We were at Sacred Heart Books and Gifts on Friday, Friday. and that's in Far North Dallas. And uh, Nikki White was on the air with us for an hour, and we just talked about all the amazing products that they have there and little angels and capel divine mercy and denton there's a lot of wonderful catholic bookstores so make sure to think of them first all right we're going to go to a break and when we come back we're going to have mike murray from catholic charities on the line to talk about the hunger services truck program we'll be back right after this break thank you for listening to the guadalupe radio network and being part of the family families pray for each other. We would be honored if you would let us pray with you and for you. You don't even have to tell us your name. Just go to our website, grnonline.com, or call our prayer request line and leave us a message at 800-395-4008. That's 800-395-4008. We will be praying for you every day. I'm Dr. Kyle Everline, owner of Mid-Cities Dental and parishioner of Good Shepherd Catholic Community in Colleyville and a sponsor of the great programming you hear each day on this station, KATH 910 AM. Needing dental treatment and not understanding your options is very stressful. So if you or one of your family members is in need of care, but you're unsure where to go, you can find me at midcitiesdental.com or you can call me at 817-282-9321.
We have got some good news. The new version of the Guadalupe Radio Network app is out now. The new version offers big improvements with even more on the way. You'll be able to find and listen to your station no matter where you are and switch between our English and Spanish stations with ease. Missed your favorite GRN show? You can find all past episodes as podcasts on the app. To download or update the app, search your app store for the Guadalupe Radio Network. Hello, my name is Bill Mertz. My wife Liz and I own Master Tech Auto Repair in Plano. We're proud sponsors of Catholic Radio. Our family has been parishioners of St. Gabriel's and McKinney for many years. Master Tech is a full-service auto repair. From oil changes to complete engine replacement, our transmission service. We're located just across the street from St. Mark's Parish in Plano. You can contact us at 972-578-1841 or www.mastertechplano.com. Thank you, and may you have a blessed day. Welcome back to the Good News Show. I'm Diane Xavier with my co-host, Cecil Anderson. Dave Palmer is on break right now, so we are taking over the realm right now. Well, you know, people in need in North Texas um, are really, uh, there's a lot of people in need in North Texas. And one of the organizations that help those is Catholic Charities Dallas. They tackle poverty in North Texas by helping the most vulnerable in our community through their various programs, such as hunger services, food pantry, illegal and immigration services, financial stability, and career services. Recently, Bishop Edward Burns of the Catholic Diocese of Dallas blessed the newest hunger services trucks of Catholic Charities Dallas, thanks to the generosity of a local philanthropist and the North Texas Food Bank. Catholic Charities Dallas will be able to double its capacity to distribute food throughout the nine counties of the Diocese of Dallas. To tell us more about this and other things going on with Catholic Charities Dallas, Mike Murray, Chief Development Officer for Catholic Charities of Dallas, Alice joins us. Welcome, Mike, to the program. Thank you, Diane. Now, Mike, tell us more about your role with Catholic Charities Dallas. What exactly do you do, do, and how long have you been serving this role? So I've been at Catholic Charities, Diane, for a little bit over a year. And I'm Chief Development Officer, which means I'm uh, overseeing all fundraising and major gifts and events and marketing um, and now volunteerism. So there's a lot, but at the end of the day, we're trying to fund the mission of Catholic Charities, and uh, that's what everything uh, moves towards. Now, what is the situation like in North Texas regarding food insecurity? Well, there's all there's a food shortage you know, everywhere. Uh, we now have this; it's been dubbed food deserts, uh, and it's an area of a certain circumference that has no grocery store, no good food, maybe a few convenience stores. So there's uh, a number of those in Dallas, and we set out when we decided to do mobile food delivery to go into those food des- deserts and uh, provide food. And there's also just neighborhoods. It just there's a greater need of food because socioeconomically um, they, they can't afford uh, all the food that they truly need. So um, we so w- what's happened is with COVID that need for food has grown exponentially. So we had two mobile community pantries that launched in September of 2019, and those we filled up the docket for those trucks pretty quickly. So there was plenty of need there. And then beginning in March of 2020, when COVID crested, that need just skyrocketed. So our food distribution increased 250% in literally a matter of a few weeks. 
And so uh, we get all of our food from the North Texas Food Bank, and um, we're their largest distributor now. And we've just recently, as you mentioned, the blessing of the two new food trucks, we've recently doubled our capacity to distribute food. Okay, and tell us more about the Hunger Services Program. What is it, and how do you all serve those in need? So we've, for a while, we've had what we call fixed food pantries. <clears throat> we have the Jam Pruitt Center, named after the late CEO of the North Texas Food Bank in Lancaster, Texas. And it's really a mini grocery store. That's the best way to describe it. And then we have a few other sites, one at Our Lady Perpetual Help, OLPH, in West Dallas near Love Field, um, and also our uh, Marillac Center in West Dallas, where they're fixed pantries in that we deliver food to it, North Texas Food Bank delivers food to it, and then people come by the same day uh, and pick it up. So we have three fixed pantries, and then we now have three mobile community pantries and a large refrigerated food delivery truck. The mobile community pantry, so people can visualize it, is they're really converted beer trucks. That's how big they are. And so they can carry 1,000 pounds of food each. So one truck will go to a site in the morning and, with the help of volunteers, uh, distribute food to minimum 200 families. And the food that each family gets can last for up to a week. And it's, 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 a, it's a full variety of food. It's not just canned goods and rice and beans. It's uh, milk and butter and meat and produce. And then... In the afternoon, the truck drives to a different site and unloads and distributes the side, all the food on that side of the truck. And so now we have three trucks doing it, which means six drops a day. And each truck does about 32 drops a month. So now we're in all nine counties in the Diocese of Dallas distributing food. And then the third, the fourth truck is kind of a utility truck where we drop off a lot of pallets of food to different places. Sometimes that's all we can do. We drop the pallet. And then we allow the people at that church or apartment complex or what have you to distribute the food for us. Okay, and I understand that Catholic Charities Dallas uh, last month in November received nearly $700,000 in support from uh, longtime collaborator North Texas Food Bank and local philanthropist Joe and Chris Papolo Jr. to fund the capital purchase and operations of the latest new mobile community pantry truck and new refrigerated Brock's trucks. How will the support expand services to those in need throughout North Texas? Well, we're truly grateful for Joe and Chris Popolo and the North Texas Food Bank. And with their gifts, not only did they were we able to purchase two trucks, a mobile community pantry and a refrigerator truck, but we're also able to pay for the operating costs of those trucks for quite a while. Uh, obviously, we have to pay drivers and we have fuel and repairs and gas and insurance and all those things. So that's something we have to fund as well. Um, and, Diane, I forgot the rest of your question, so if you can remind, remind me, I apologize. Oh, just how will it um, expand services? to the, how, okay. how will it wider reach an audience in North Texas? Right. So um, what, one goal of ours overall as an agency is to significantly reach into all nine counties of the diocese because that is our mission and our responsibility and it's a lot easier, obviously, in Dallas County and Collin. It's a little harder to get out to Fannin County with Bonham and Paris and those areas. But we have to do that. And so the, the trucks are obviously mobile, and so it's easier to just drive out and do a food distribution once or twice a month. And so the trucks have helped us do that. But really, we've just been able to saturate the really, really needy areas more. A lot of these drops we make, there's cars in line for three or four hours, there's hundreds of cars uh, one day in West Irving. We had 1,000 cars come through one drop. Um, 
So it really just, uh, some of it's in the same general areas we already are, but it's just an additional day. So someone doesn't have to wait till the next month to uh, get food again, but they could go to a different drop, you know, a different place a couple weeks after they go uh, the first time. That's awesome. This is Cecil, uh, Mike. I was just wondering, have you all noticed in this last year with COVID, is there more of a need than there has been in past years? Uh, no doubt. It, it, uh, it was very, very clear in April when people started going into lockdowns and a lot of people lost their jobs or one of the spouses had to stay home to take care of the kids who were out of school that uh, the lines, so we'd have a, we had a drop here at our headquarters on Mockingbird Lane and we'd have 80 cars maybe come through on a, on a Tuesday or a Monday. And then a week or two later, we had 120 cars. And then mm-hmm. the next Thursday we had 180 cars and we had 240 cars. And within three, uh, two or three weeks, that happened at all of our sites. Wow. And yeah, and you know that if someone waits in their car with their kids for two or three hours, they really need the food. And it's kind of like a grocery run. But now we just put food in people's trunks before they could get out and kind of shop. But we, we've gone to a drive through model because of COVID. And we'll put four or five bags of food in their trunk. Um, and, they, and that has not subsided since March. Wow. Um, as far our parent, our parishes involved with this, do they team up with Catholic Charities Dallas for the mobile food mm-hmm. truck unit? And yes, our model is that, so we just have one driver, one truck, thousand pounds of food, and we show up and one driver cannot do a distribution. So we, we can't go somewhere until, until that uh, place, whether it's Catholic church, non-Catholic church, rec center, apartment complex, it doesn't matter to us. <clears throat> has can commit to 12 or 15 volunteers per drop and, the, and then we have to train them so it takes a little while to stand up a distribution site but we go there pull out the tables there's 12 or so volunteers they pull the food out of the truck they organize it and then the people start you know driving by and we put it in their trunk so if we did not have the volunteers at those parishes and other sites we simply couldn't go there so that is a big part of the model okay and how does one get food if they are in need? Do they have to qualify, fill out a form, or do they just show up? They just show up. We do take some information so we can track it. We want to be able to show funders and foundations and, and just for our own knowledge who's coming through, how often. Once they come through once, they're in the system, and we can see how many times they come after that. So they're not really applying. We're just gathering some information so we can create some metrics around the program. But we don't ask any questions. If they come through, um, I'm, I'm sure there's very, very few people who abuse it. Uh, so, uh, that, and that's really like most of our programs. There is some vetting, but we're not, there's no litmus test. Uh, we don't, obviously, we don't serve just Catholics or we don't discriminate. If, if you need help, we help you. Mm. Just want to remind everybody that we're talking to Mike Murray, who is the Chief Development Officer of the Catholic Charities of Dallas. Um, and Mike, just out of curiosity for this next year, I know this is last year for volunteering for a lot of organizations has been a little bit rough because we had to keep distance and stuff. But are there any upcoming opportunities for people listening if they are wanting to give back? This is kind of the season of giving, I feel like, and they're making plans for next yeah. year. What are some opportunities that people have? Well, we're very reliant on volunteers at Catholic Charities because we do so many things. We have 10 services and 32 programs within their services. We have five sites. We have a lot going on. So right now, the biggest need are these food distributions. And you can do a one-off, and it's nice if you can commit somewhere, but if you come to one of our sites, like at OLPH or Merrillac or Jan Pruitt, 
Uh, you can do a one-off. Hopefully you can come back and regular basis is great. Um, but there's six of those going on every day. Um, it's the distributions of some of the, or even more than that, if you count the six pantries. So we do have a system. You would have to go to our website, ccdallas.org. And, um, there's a place where you can register as a volunteer. So there is a process. It's just like volunteering at your parish. You need to go through safe environment, Mm -hmm. but the best kind of volunteers for us are people who can commit to a time and day, like once a month or maybe even more. Uh, we just need a lot. And what happened with COVID, first, we had plenty of volunteers because people weren't working. Right. <laughs> or they were home, and they could kind of, you know, they worked from home, but sure. they could go and volunteer for a couple hours. Then people went back to work. And there are some people who, you know, we take all the precautions at these sites, but still, there's plenty of people who are very careful and have very good reasons not to take any risk. And so, it has been a little bit harder for us to get volunteers. So, we certainly welcome anyone who'd like to volunteer in any capacity for Catholic Charities. And how much uh, camp food can these trucks hold? Uh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so think of a big beer truck. I mean, one side alone can feed sometimes three or four hundred families. Wow. It depends how how we pack Incredible. them. So the the, the little uh, pithy motto was one driver, one truck, one thousand pounds of food. So I think it's more poundage than that, but it sounds good. <laughs> but we have. We have distributed 5.3 million pounds of food since March 1st of this year. And we have distributed 4.5 meals since March 1st of this year, which obviously is, you know, during COVID era. So uh, it it has increased uh, dramatically. Uh, We couldn't do it without the North Texas Food Bank. And with their generosity and the populist generosity, we've just recently doubled our capacity to distribute food. And where can people find more information about, uh, I guess, uh, getting the food or, you know, coming to one of the local sites? Yes. So on our website, we have a page where what you do is near the top, you click on need help. And then you have a lot of options. But one option is food. And you click on that and it lists every single distribution site, the day and the time. So there may be a church near your home where the first Tuesday of every month from 9.30 to noon, uh, there's a food distribution, and you just show up and get in line. So it's it's all there for people, and we're adding sites as we speak because of the addition of the third truck. Okay, now just to transition, we only have a few minutes left. I understand that you have an upcoming gala, and it's going to be a little bit different this year. Yeah. Tell us about that. <laughs> Well, it's going to be a lot different. Um, our gala usually is a big blowout and a lot of fun at the Anatole and the band and, and all of that. Uh, this year it's virtual, uh, like a lot of others, but we really wanted to make it fun and different. So what we're doing is we're going with a late-night TV show format. Um, we did just want to put a few people in front of a podium and have some speeches. So we and, – and uh, Laura Harris, who you may know, is the NBC5 uh, morning news co-anchor mm-hmm. – and she's Catholic. She's actually a lector at Holy Trinity Church in Dallas. And she's volunteered to host it for us. So she's a pro, and uh, it'll just be a lot more fun and exciting with her. And we'll have interviews. The bishop will be there. We'll have some really cool videos. And because it's a late-night format, we're going to have a desk and the band and oh, all those things cute. that you would expect on the – well, I was going to say Jay Leno, but that dates me. So I guess <laughs> Jimmy Fallon or something like that. But we're, yeah, these people by now have seen a lot of these virtual. Sure. Games. So ours, it's going to be less than an hour. It's going to move really quick. It's going to be fun and exciting. So, uh, and you can register. You don't have to pay to watch it. 
Uh, we've had lots of underwriting, and then there's ways you can contribute during the show. Or you can uh, participate in the silent auction, which is going to launch on our website on December 28th, so people can start bidding right away. Uh, but the show itself, uh, you can register on our website. Uh, then you'll get the link uh, the week of the show, and you can just tune in from your home. And when will this virtual gala take place? Oh, yeah, I guess I should have said that. Um, <laughs> it's January 9th, and the pre-show starts at 5.30, and the show starts at 6, and it's over by 7, then it'll be an after show for about a half an hour. I'm really so glad. 6 that- p.m., Saturday, January 9th. I'm just really glad that it's not actually a late-time show time, because, you know, some of us <laughs> like to go to bed early. <laughs> That's oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we may mislead some people. I didn't yeah. even thought about that. <laughs> no, I was just like thinking a 10:30. 12 a.m. show or something. <laughs> and I'm like, man, no, dedicated. 6 p.m. You can eat dinner and watch the show. Perfect. Yeah. And this is your main fundraiser, like one of your biggest fundraisers for Catholic Charities. Um, how oh, much? Yeah. How, how do you, how How much do you hope to raise or what is your goal? Our goal is $1.4 million. And usually we raise a little bit more than that, but our our uh, anxiety, if you can call it that, is that we just won't be able to raise quite as much money the night of because mm. there won't be as many people, all the excitement, all you know, being with your friends and the live auctioneer and all those things won't be in place. But we've just done extremely well with underwriting. So all of our donors have always helped. They've all contributed and participated again. Our sponsors, our underwriters, and and even we're really actually even ahead of where we were last year at this time. So Wonderful. I think people know that. Yeah, we we rely upon this to to serve people and help people and feed them and and provide financial assistance. We didn't even talk about that, but all the we paid a lot of rents and utility bills since COVID began too, and people know that. And we are we're set up to rely upon revenue from our gala every year. Okay, and is there anything else you'd like to add? Oh, just I, I mentioned the financial assistance. So early on in COVID, we raised a million dollars, which went right back out to people who applied and were vetted to pay their rent, pay utilities, and provide for basic needs. And then um, a lot of cities contracted with us to distribute their CARES Act money because we'd already done it and we had the software and the people. Our disaster relief ramped up from two people to 50 people in the manner of a couple months. And so we distributed several million dollars for Dallas County, Collin County, McKinney, Plano, Garland, and so on, Irving. Uh, so that, that's that been a huge part of our COVID relief efforts, uh, financial assistance. And since it's, nothing, it's not going away anytime soon, we're going to ramp that up again and probably in January, February, try to raise a lot more money uh, for financial assistance. And one last time, what is that website where people can get all this great information about Catholic Charities Dallas? Yes, it's www.ccdallas.org, ccdallas.org, and gala and and people who need help and um, information about the food trucks, all that you can see pretty easily on the front page. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mike. Uh, For those who don't remember, Mike Murray used to host a show here for our interview of the week with uh, the Sarah Group, right? Um, I did. So, yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, so, so I hope you're doing well. And uh, do you have any cra- good Christmas plans in a strange kind of time that we're having right now? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'm, we're not going anywhere, but I, I think just it's, it's more special this year because um, we have more time just being with family. Mm. Things are slower, which is it's amazing. I mean, I 
just the fact that I haven't gotten COVID is, is I'm, I'm pretty grateful for that. And, um, <laughs> you know, I have a job and mm-hmm. a lot of people are really hurting it. That's Absolutely. what we see here, probably more so than a lot of people is there's a lot of people really hurting who can't work anymore and so on. So just very grateful for all that I do have. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being yeah. with us today, Mike. And we pray that you have, um, that the gala goes well. Remember, go to ccdallas.org. Yes. <laughs> and if you ever are wanting to volunteer, again, go to that website and see how you can get involved. Thanks so much, Mike, and have well, a good you. day. Thanks, Thistle. Thanks, Diane. I really appreciate it. No yes. problem. Bye. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, Diane, thank you so much for setting up that interview. It yes. was great. It was good. Timely at the time of the year. And it's cool that their, um, their late night gala, virtual yeah. gala, is going to happen the day after Back to the Father premieres. So you can just have a whole very holy weekend, <laughs> don't you think? Yeah, it's one of the, it's going to be really neat, I think, the virtual gala. Absolutely. Um, so we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking to Dr. Marcellina D'Ambrosio about his new series or special 10-part series called Jesus, The Way, The Truth, and The Life. What more could we possibly, I mean, what better series could be released in 2020, honestly, than a series about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? We're going to be taking a break, and we'll be back right after this. How would you like to attend a Baroque Christmas concert in the midst of Christmastide? The Orchestra of New Spain will perform its annual Christmas concert at St. Philip the Apostle Parish in Dallas on Saturday, January 5th at 6.30 p.m. and at St. Cecilia Catholic Church in Dallas on Saturday, January 10th at 6 p.m. This unique Christmas program incorporates the Orchestra of New Spain's vast research into the undiscovered music of Spain and the New World. For more information, visit orchestraofnewspain.org. Hi, my name is Jake. My brother Gerald and I are simply real estate investors and sponsors of KATH 910 AM. Our team, along with partners, specialize in helping you and your neighbors in distressed situations by buying distressed homes. In doing so, we enjoy revitalizing the neighborhoods and giving back to the community. The number to call is 682-317-9330, or you can simply visit us at 911myhouse.com. Are you living paycheck to paycheck? If you're ready to try a simple, proven approach to managing your finances consistent with God's teaching, then sign up for the next semester of Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University. Hosted by Prince of Peace Catholic Community, this nine-week online class will meet every Sunday from 9.30 to 11.30 a.m. beginning January 31st. Go to popplano.org slash FPU to learn more and sign up today. That's popplano.org slash FPU and change your life forever. The Guadalupe Radio Network thanks Little Elm Eye Care for their support of local Catholic radio. Little Elm Eye Care is owned by Drs. Burt and Leslie Bubella, parishioners of St. Francis of Assisi Parish in Frisco. They specialize in family vision care, comprehensive eye exams, contact lenses, and the treatment of eye diseases and injuries. Little Elm Eye Care is located at 1200 East El Dorado Parkway, Suite 100, across from the Little Elm Athletic Complex. They can be reached by calling 972-2920-900 or on the web at littleelmeyecare.com. And we are back. This is the Good News Show. It is Monday, December 21st. My goodness, this year has gone by. <laughs> Probably slow, slow for a lot of people, but it seems like December is going by pretty quickly. Yes. Uh, this is Cecil Anderson filling in for Dave Palmer along with Diane Xavier. We just talked to Mike Murray from the Catholic, from Catholic Charities about all the things that they've got going on. Obviously, a very essential. Um, they've been doing a lot of essential work in the last 12, um, you know, well, since COVID started, so the last nine months. Mm-hmm. Um, up next, I'm very excited to um, talk about this new 
series called Jesus, the Way, the Truth, and the Life. This is a 10-part series that involves um, some some presentations, uh, visual presentations, as well as a book to go along with it and a study guide, um, all about the life of Jesus. And from what I've seen about it and read a little bit about it, it's a lot to do with like the historical background and as well as like obviously our church history. And it, so it's going to be really interesting. And we have one of the authors with us here today, Dr. Marcellino D'Ambrosio. I think everyone knows him. He's Dr. Kind of Italy. A, Dr. Italy. He's known as Dr. Italy, local here in the Dallas area. He is a known, uh, uh, theologian, international speaker, and he does pilgrimages and author of several best-selling books, including When the Church Was Young, Voices of the Early Fathers, as he was also the director of the Crossroads Initiative. So welcome to the program, Dr. D'Ambrosio. So, so, Diane, it's a pleasure to be with you today on the program. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I was really excited to hear about this series. It's I don't know if it was planned this way, obviously, because 2020 did not turn out how anyone expected, but I feel like this is the best series that could be released in 2020. I agree. I agree. We need to put our eyes on Jesus. Uh, It's really easy to get absorbed with lots of other things. First of all, the crises that are hitting us Mm -hmm. between COVID and, uh, you know, political issues. But also, you know, sometimes as Catholics, we, we look at all sorts of wonderful things um, but we sometimes give scant attention to the center of it all. Mm. Uh, the Eucharist is incredible, but it flows from him. It's his body, Jesus' body, and, and, and his blood. And, and same thing with Mary. You know, why is Mary so important? Because obviously he shares his mother with us. He shares everything with us. And so we really need to focus on him and not take him for granted and get to know him in a new way. And it's really easy, a lot of times, for us to think we know him. Oh, yeah, we've heard the Jesus story. <laughs> you know, the Christmas story. Everyone knows the Christmas sure. story. But actually, there's there's more to learn, and there's more to experience of him. And that's kind of what the idea of this series is. No matter who watches or who reads, I guarantee that everyone will get something new that will revitalize their faith and their relationship with the Lord. Mm, absolutely. So I got to ask, how did this conversation uh, come about? I mean, this series come about, was it, uh, it's put out by Ascension Press. Did you come up with the idea that this is a series that is needed? You're doing it along with um, Jeff Cavins and Dr. Edward Shree. That's a pretty awesome, you know, group of Catholic theologians doing this. So how did it come about? Well, Ascension Press has been doing wonderful things and getting people into the Bible and they have lots of great studies on various books of the Bible. They have a, a, Dr. Edward Shree did a great uh, series on Mary, a biblical walk with mm. the Blessed Mother, on the Mass, a biblical walk through the Mass. So Ascension wanted to do a series with me, um, and we sat down and started talking about topics. And I said to them, you know, how about a study on the Lord himself that really focuses, takes all four Gospels, and helps us to get a, a much more composite and, and full, a fuller view of who he is. And um, they said, wow, we've been actually thinking about that for years and wanting to do it. And so anyway, as we started talking, uh, things just came together, you know, and uh, the idea came to shoot it in the Holy Land, to have Jeff involved, to have Dr. Sri involved. So that's, it just kind of grew. In fact, e- even as we were way into the project, we got new ideas you know, this is the format of this is not just um, various myself and, and Ted and uh, Jeff standing up in front of churches and talking. It's actually a conversational 
it kind of it's a different format where we begin every session with a conversation between the three of us over Middle Eastern food, and then Jeff and I are walking through the Holy Land, talking as we walk, talking with each other, talking with people. Um, so it's it's a much more I think uh, dynamic and um, experiential, conversational approach to a Bible study on Jesus, mm. and I, I think it's it's accessible therefore to lots of folks who don't really want to watch 26 minutes of a guy giving a lecture. Mm. Uh, you know? <laughs> no, so, I anyway. I understand that. No, and I watched the first yeah. episode, and it's really visually beautiful. Um, and I do love that you all sitting down, eating dinner to de- together. It's really a nice intro into everything. And the fact that you all chose to film it in the Holy Land, obviously that gives a direct visual for people because it's really easy i think for us to lose touch of what the times were what uh you it's really easy to lose touch honestly with who jesus was um but you all are walking through these places that jesus walked how important was it that you all had that because you could have just filmed it like you said in just a study in a lecture hall or in a um in a church or something well it made a huge difference because what we want to do is help people to really have contact with the humanity of our lord jesus christ he is God. He is the Word made flesh, second person of the Holy Trinity, but he is fully man, and it's only through his humanity that we have access to his divinity. And, and so we really need to get in touch with the nitty-gritty experience of Jesus, his family, his town where he was born, the town where he grew up, what it looks like, what it was like for them to walk through the land proclaiming the kingdom of God. You know, that, that is so key. And, and so we feel like... Um, being there made all the difference in shooting it there. Mm, absolutely. Just remind everybody that we're talking to Dr. Marcellina D'Ambrosio, or also known as Dr. Italy, about the new series, Jesus, The Way, The Truth, and The Life, that he authored along with um, Jeff Cavins and uh, Dr. Edward Shree. Uh, if you have any questions or comments you want to talk about, you can call us at 877-757-9424. Although, it's just as soon as I said that, I realize I'm the one who's manning the phone and producing this program, and I'm also talking on the air. So that may not work out, but we will try our best. If you want to call in, <laughs> 877-757-9424. This is what happens when Dave's away. <laughs> I just realized I had a couple different hats going on over here. Um, so... You kind of talked a little bit that this is a series for everybody. Um, is there so? Is do you think someone who barely knows anything about Jesus is this something easy? I was reading through it, and to me, it seemed like pretty easy to grasp everything that you're saying. Um, is there a particular audience that you had in mind when you were writing it? Well, it's kind of like my style and my goal generally in my teaching is. Um, uh, this is what uh, St. Jerome once said about Scripture. It, it's deep enough for an elephant to wade, but shallow enough um, for, for a, I forgot what he said, a mouse mm-hmm. to, 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 to wade, you know. So gotcha. like, the point is, you really want, I, I think it's possible to communicate the truth about Jesus in a way that everyone can, can grasp something. So the idea was for this to be accessible to new people. And, and actually... The book is designed, it's really meaty, it has a lot to it, but at the same time, it's designed to be given away. Um, you, you can give this as an evangelistic gift to people, mm. the whole series, or just the book itself, the paperback book. And so um, that we've had good, good response to people who are very, either very young in Christ or who, um, who are just inquiring. But also at the same time, we've had great feedback from religious there's, I don't know if, any, if you know Mother Dolores Hart, but she's a famous nun who used to be a movie star, 
And she's a Benedictine, closer to Benedictine nun, lives in an abbey up in Connecticut. Well, they loved it so much, they read the book at uh, dinner. You know, they they don't talk at dinner. (laughs) They they have someone read. (laughs) And they had special evenings where these cloistered nuns who vowed to silence, especially after dinner, they had special evenings of watching the videos together. But it, it was really thrilling for them and really deepened their relationship with the Lord. So to me, that's a pretty good barometer that... We can, we've really, you know, hit a wide spectrum of, um, of people who can benefit from the series. Mm, absolutely. Um, can we talk a little about the mechanics of how it works? Because on ascensionpress.com, uh, which is one of the places you can get it, um, it comes with, there are different, like, kind of groups that you can, I guess, settings you can get it in. You can get it in um, kind of virtually where you get the book and the uh, and access to all the videos. And you can also get a study guide, which I'm assuming is for if you're doing like a group setting. Um, how would it kind of a, uh, I don't know, a session of this go? Well, first of all, it, it's designed to be flexible. And the, the classic way that studies are done are small groups meeting together in person in a parish or in a home. And um it, the, the problem is COVID kind of has destroyed that. <laughs> yeah, so, you yeah know, just a little bit. <laughs> uh, so, so this this can be done <clears throat> by watching, first of all, by reading the book and t- following the workbook. The, the study guide is an awesome resource. If you want to get the max out of the whole series, you watch the videos, you use the study guide and read the book. And there's also a chart, uh, kind of a timeline chart of the ministry and life and mission of Jesus, which is also really cool. It comes with the materials but anyway, you actually prepare, if you can, a week, a week beforehand. You meet and discuss study questions and then watch the video. So that's the, the way that it's done when people meet in person. But what's awesome is that it can now be done completely online. Um, the book is available by Kindle, the, the study guide, and the, the streaming video is instantly accessible for people who buy what we call the study set. And you also get the paper book and the, the workbook, but you get online access. So you can actually, and people have done this this past year, uh, watch videos online together and then discuss online together through Zoom. Um, the workbook or the study guide is available online, so you can actually go through that. Um, so anyway, that's, that's really awesome. We actually also have the book uploaded to Audible, which is oh, an audio book. And uh, I'm not sure if, the, if if it's been uploaded yet. It's been recorded. I recorded it. I narrated it. Wonderful. Um, but I'm just not sure if it's finally processed sure. and available. I need to check that out today, as a matter of fact. Okay, awesome. That's cool. So lots of different ways that you can uh, take take part in this series. I'm glad that you brought up the uh, Jesus timeline kind of sheet, which I'm one of those people who I love a good timeline. When I did um, Jeff Caven's biblical timeline, I love that, um, you know, fold out that showed how, when things happened and what order they happened. I'm one of those people who also will write out, if I don't have one, I'll make my own. Um, so kind of, can you describe what that looks like? Sure. It, it's a, it's a pullout, just like the, the great, the, the Bible timeline chart is. And, you know, there's, there's only a certain number of um, things that we can put in order in the ministry of Jesus, because really the, the evangelists did not preserve the exact order of, of events. Mark's order and John's order are different, and the Church teaches us that, that those Gospels uh, are inspired by God and teach us, without error, the truth having to do with our salvation. 
But that really means the essence of Jesus' teaching and, and what he did, not necessarily details of what happened exactly in order in the public ministry. So we don't try to, you know, we can't do that. It wouldn't be honest because it's not possible. But, however, um, we, we do have a real basic uh, flow of Jesus' birth and what was going on in the Holy Land and the world, who the rulers were. So, you know, you see Jesus' birth uh, and his childhood and then you see his public ministry and the key events that we can sequence in the public ministry, of mm. course, leading up to the, his, his um, crucifixion, which those events can be se- you know, sequenced from, from the agony in the garden, Palm Sunday agony in the garden through the resurrection, ascension, and, and the sending of the Holy Spirit. So that's there, but on the timeline also, the key miracles of Jesus are put in key events and conversations are put in, so you can kind of get a real, I think it really helps a lot um, to get a, a sense of the flow of, of Jesus' ministry and his teaching, and just kind of putting it all together definitely. in a way. Yeah, definitely. Um, I was I was read through the first chapter, and I thought it was striking that you mentioned that the one of the most striking features about the Israelite religion is that in general, it was historical and not mythological, which is why a lot of people generally, generally people who don't believe that Jesus was a real person would kind of throw him in with all the uh, myths um, from right. myth- mythology and stuff like that. But I never really thought about that. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Sure. The, the cycles of the seasons are really important, uh, and God is creator, so he creates the seasons. So all peoples in, in ancient religions and, and uh, religions that still survive today you know, have celebrations that are kind of fixed into the seasons. So there are other people who celebrate the the, the kind of the rebirth of the sun or the, the end of the winter, you know, right around the time we're celebrating Christmas and all that. But the point is that Christmas is really not about a, a cycle of life. It's not about really the, you know, the, the comeback of the sun. It's about the birth in history, in time, in a particular place, in a particular culture of Jesus who is the Word made flesh. And, and God enters into our history, into our experience, in key events for Jews, like the Exodus, especially the call of Abraham, the Exodus, the David, and, and the kingship. You know, these are interventions of God in the middle of human history that can be, we can date them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's time, there's place. And this is why in the Creed, by the way, we always say he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. Not that Pilate's a great guy we want to remember, but that's the way you date things right. in the ancient world based on the ruler. So this happened not off, you know, in some timeless um, mythological dream world. It happened right in the middle of secular history, you know, in, in mm-hmm. the, the Roman Empire with this guy, Pilate, who otherwise would be unknown, a little uh, very, very inconsequential minor magistrate <laughs> to, to take care of a very minor place as far as the Romans were concerned. Sure. And and here, uh, the greatest thing in history happens. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Just want to remind everybody that we're talking to Dr. Marcelino D'Ambrosio, who just uh, released a series through Ascension Press called Jesus, the Way, the Truth, and the Life, and ascensionpress.com. Is that the best way to get a hold of the series? Yeah, ascensionpress.com forward slash Jesus Perfect. takes you right to the series. So ascensionpress.com forward slash Jesus. And actually, there's a promo code. Ooh. Anyone who wants to get anything um, can get a five, $5 off the book or $5 off what we call the study set. And that includes the streaming access as well as the book and uh, the study guide. Um, 
all that is um, is in the study set. So I recommend that. And um, but anyway, if you put put in Jesus, just simply the word Jesus in the promo box code, you get five dollars off whatever you order. So that's, that's a very that's conveniently nice. easy to remember promo code. Right. <laughs> so go to ascensionpress.com forward slash Jesus, and if you want to get five dollars off, put Jesus in the promo code box. That is so cool. Um, it probably is not going to arrive before Christmas at this point, but you could definitely order it for a friend or family member, and you know, just give them the receipt, do the old receipt in a box, and say it's coming soon <laughs> for Christmas. Yeah, you know, the the great thing though is that you get true. instant oh, yeah. video access, so the that's material gets mailed. But as soon as you place that order, you can use a study guide and you can um, stream the videos. And I would just tell everybody right now, session two in the videos is all about Bethlehem and Nazareth. So it's like awesome. And it really highlights also St. Joseph in this year of St. Joseph. So great way to celebrate Christmas, Advent Christmas season and the year of St. Joseph is to watch session two of this 10-part series. Perfect. That's so convenient. You just did that so that all the people who are really last minute on buying gifts could have it right then and there for their family. Exactly. <laughs> well, so, well, obviously, this has been a little bit of a crazy year, but I want to talk. Uh, you have uh, the Crossroads Initiative that you also are director of. Um, I know probably things you didn't do probably as many speaking engagements or pilgrimage or anything like that, but what are your plans for 2021? Well, we think uh, that things will be returning to normal in 2021. So I am doing some online and virtual things. um, And then we constantly are teaching um, online for free. Anyone can come to our website, DrItaly.com, sign up for our weekly email. Um, There's just a great digest of super materials to help enrich Christmas. And then Lent's coming up. So enrich Mm. the experience of, uh, of Lent and of Easter. So there's a lot of things that we do that have nothing to do with travel. But we do hope, we do plan to go to the Holy Land in April and to Italy and Rome and Assisi in May. And in, in October, we're going to Fatima and Compostela. Um, wow. Awesome time in Spain and in Portugal in October. It's a, actually a river cruise is part of that trip down the Douro River. And, and we'd love people to come to DrItaly.com and find out about all those things. Holy Land, Italy, Spain, Portugal, Fatima. Awesome. So DrItaly.com to find out all about that. Definitely keeping yourself very busy. Do you have any plans for Christmas? We have a new baby that was just <gasps> oh, born. Exciting. A new grandbaby. And yes, we just got back from helping out with that new baby up in Pennsylvania. But we have one due here in Fort Worth any day now. Wow. <laughs> Could be a Christmas baby. Yeah, so, so this is a real serious nativity Christmas. Absolutely. Year, you know? <laughs> That's awesome. Wonderful. Well, we only have a couple minutes remaining, but is there anything else about the series that we've neglected to talk about? I mean, it is a series about Jesus. I don't think in a 20-minute interview we're going to cover everything. But is there anything big that we might have missed? Well, I would just say this. The, the very first session is an introduction, and so... It's kind of laying out the historical background of, of what was going on with Jews, what's going on with the Romans. They're about to collide. Jesus is going to show up on the scene. So it's setting the stage. And um, from then on, we really get into the meat of Jesus' teaching and how it impacts us. And I would say there are many people who've been very profoundly touched, very deeply. We have a whole session on Jesus as revealing the mercy of the Father, especially to women. And that's mm. shot in Magdala with some beautiful testimonies from women whose lives were transformed by Jesus, forgiveness and mercy, including my wife. So um, I would just say this, 
there's a lot more than history to this. There's, there's real spiritual power um, for uh, a deep transformation and change. Mm. And um, so I would just say, you know, there's a lot to the series all the way to the very end where it equips us to evangelize. The mm. Great Commission is the way we end on a mountain in Galilee. And uh, a lot of us don't know how to do that very well. And I think we get some real good hints in this series. How do we share our faith in Jesus and our experience of him in our lives with others? Mm. So, Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, um, Dr. D'Ambrosio, for coming on to the show today to talk about this series. I think it's very exciting. I'm definitely going to have to order it for myself. (laughs) So thank you so much for talking about it. And I pray that you and your family have a blessed Christmas and hopefully a new little one very soon. Thank you so much, and Merry Christmas to everyone at Guadalupe Radio Network, all of all the staff, and all of the listeners today. Awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> all right. That was a great um, chance we had to talk to Dr. D'Ambrosio there. Um, again, if you want to get that series, you can go to ascensionpress.com forward slash Jesus, and there's a promo code, which is Jesus. So pretty easy to remember. This could be a great Christmas gift, or and if you have any birthdays coming up, I think it'd also be a great series, I think, for going into Lent as well, yes, uh, which definitely. is going to be coming up. So Diane, thank you so much for thank being you. a co-host today. Um, it's been fun. Obviously, it's always fun when Dave's here too, but it's fun when it's just us girls um, alone in the studio. Yes. So, um, and also again, we talked to um, Mike Murray earlier today. So, learn more about all their upcoming events. CCDallas.org. They have their virtual gala or gala, however you say it, <laughs> coming up on January 9th. That is free to attend virtually. They're going to do a kind of late night host show version of it so it's going to be pretty fun i think um that's all for us today we will be on again next monday Monday. just diane and i again Mm -hmm. we're going to be talking to the christ child society which is a group that serves a lot of um underprivileged people in the dfw metroplex so we'll be talking about that next week until then please have a merry christmas and we will speak to you soon Thanks for joining us for the Good News Show here on KATH 910 AM on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please join us next week at the same time for the next Good News Show. For the 17th year, the Rebecca Leah Rivera Foundation is offering Spirit of Love scholarships to students at Catholic schools in the Diocese of Dallas. The scholarships are being given in memory of Rebecca Rivera, a 2001 graduate of Ursuline Academy of Dallas, who passed away in June 2004. The application and email submission period is January 2nd through February 1st, 2021. For more information, visit RebeccaLeahRivera.org or call 972-480-5273. This is Tony Beshera. My wife, Chris, and I own Babbage and Associates. We are the oldest placement and recruitment firm in the state of Texas and proud sponsors of the Guadalupe Radio Network, where you're also members of St. Thomas Aquinas in Dallas. Babbage and Associates offers candidates insights into the current job market and provides professional candidates we have interviewed on a face-to-face basis to our employers. Our number to call is 214-823-9999, or you can find us on the web at Babich, B-A-B-I-C-H, dot com. Have you ever wanted to study the Summa Theologica by St. Thomas Aquinas, but saw the size of it and felt really intimidated? Same here. 
That's why I agreed to be Dave Palmer's radio student on our new show, Back to the Father, beginning Friday, January 8th at 2 p.m. Central. We're going to dive into the Summa in a lighthearted and fun and very interactive way. Never heard of the Summa? No problem. Mark your calendars for January 8th to tune in for the debut of Back to the Father and get ready to learn from the angelic doctor, St. Thomas Aquinas. Hello, my name is Brad Grimes with the Grimes Insurance Group, and I'm a proud sponsor of 910 AM. My wife and I are parishioners of St. Francis of Assisi in Frisco with our four sons. I would like you to consider Grimes Insurance Group for your personal insurance needs. We are an independent agency working with multiple carriers. I invite you to call today for a no-obligation review of your insurance needs. We can be reached at 214-494-8800. That's 214-494-8800. Thank you. KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth.